Can we really recap all that happened in week two in five minutes? We're going to give it a try right now. Adam Azer and Heath Cummings, what's up, everybody? Hope week two went well for you. A lot of injuries, very unfortunate stuff. Let's talk about it right now. The quarterback injuries, you know, Tua, Wentz, Dalton, Terod Taylor. Luckily, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield were able to come back into the game. But what jumps out at you when you look at the, the four quarterback injuries that might mean missed time? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we were all excited about Justin Fields. You don't want it to happen this way, but if Fields takes over, he will be a popular add on the waiver wire, even though I don't think you should start him in his first start. Tua, I'm more concerned about if he doesn't play, does that ruin all the Dolphins? And kind of the same thing with Carson Wentz. Yeah, and we'll see about Brandon Cooks if on Thursday he's got Davis Mills throwing the hand. There is a chance, I guess. It could be Deshaun Watson that was not ruled out, so we'll have plenty to talk about this week. Now, who uh, who were some week two winners for you, Heath? Well, Cortland Sutton, for sure. He showed us that, one, he can run again, and two, that he can get open and catch passes. So that's fantastic. He dominated the targets, the air yards, just about everything for Denver. Teddy Bridgewater looked good and aggressive going down the field. Now it was Jacksonville, so it comes with an asterisk. But we now at least have hope and, I think, reason to start Cortland Sutton as a number two wide receiver. Also, another wide receiver, Rondale Moore, doing everything that we thought he could do. And yes, the big play was really nice. It was broken coverage. They left him wide open. But he also had eight targets in this game. He was highly involved. They're manufacturing touches for him. He's more of a number three wide receiver, probably a boom-bust type guy, but definitely one of the top ads on the waiver wire. Yeah, we have a comment right now uh, as we're doing this live on YouTube and from Bob Cordero. Cordero Patterson, more valuable than Mike Davis rest of season. What's your read on the Falcons running backs? I think he's been more productive with his touches so far, and I'm afraid that will lead to him getting more touches. Mike Davis says they've given him opportunities. He hasn't done anything at all with them so far. So I'm concerned about Davis. I definitely want to try to add Patterson. He's not somebody I'm going to make a big priority, though, because I don't think he's actually very good. You know, we talked about on uh, the full-length show, the the round two wide receivers. It's not like they've been terrible, but they've underachieved. Diggs, Ridley, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, um, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Good, but but they haven't been great. The rounds, four to six running backs. What are we thinking about this group right now? Because, you know, Damian Harris had a big game, but Chase Edmonds has been fine. He's, you know, basically James White. Uh, Miles Gaskin, Mike Davis, Miles Sanders, I really liked this group of running backs. Josh Jacobs is already hurt. It it has not. I don't think it's been a very good start to the season for them. What do you What do you think? It has not been a great start for the dead zone. Um, unless, like, I mean, when we get to the end of draft season, DeAndre Swift was falling in around four, and That's that was true. nice. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, those guys have kind of been what we thought. Like Josh Jacobs gave us one week as a top 12 running back, and then he was hurt the next week. Miles Sanders gave us a pretty good week one, and then he didn't give us anything week two. Daryl Henderson was pretty good week one, and then he got hurt. Um, so if, if there's been a little bit, that's kind of what you get in that range of running backs. That's a low-end low, low end number two running back. Not much from the Broncos running backs this week either. Uh, your tight end, you had a couple of tight ends as your losers, Cole Komet and Tyler Higby, and really the position looks like tight end every year, huh? 
I did the thing earlier this week. I wrote in the tight end preview. I, I kind of feel like maybe tight end isn't that awful. Oh, because why'd of you do commit. that? I did what? it. Dallas Goddard. Um, yeah, they were all terrible. The problem is, it's not as if there were other guys who are not rostered in very many leagues who are good this week that you want to drop them for. I'm probably going right back to Tyler Higby and Cole Komet next week. All right, I'll just read one question here. Do I drop Ronald Jones for James White? This is from Kendall. If you're in a full PPR league, then yeah, I think you do. Especially if you need to start White, even as a flex. And what do you think about KJ Osborne, Cedric asks? I think I, like, it's been weird how he's produced, and he needs to probably be rostered. I don't actually believe there's room for three good Vikings wide receivers. If he is someone who matters for fantasy, then I believe over the long haul of the season, that's bad news for Thielen and Jefferson. Thanks a lot to Heath Cummings for everybody who's watching and listening. Hope uh, week two went well for you. Maybe it'll come down to Monday night. Make sure you check out Fantasy Football Today in 5 for the earliest Monday night recap you're going to get in the fantasy world, 3 a.m. in your inbox. That'll be Chris and Dan Schneier breaking that down for you. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you tomorrow.